this is Brent and Jasmine in the same room at the same time for the first time. Yay! <laughs> watching the Matrix score trailer together a full five days after the internet has seen it. <laughs> Maddie's also here, <laughs> as well as Doogie Hauser and this ripping fucking cover of Jefferson Airplane. I love that. Someone sent me a screenshot of the duck, the duck? and was just like, "We need." You showed me that, and I was like, "What is this duck from?" Because I hadn't watched the trailer yet. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "How is there a?" Keanu wearing a duck on his head meme that I'm not aware of. Yeah, yeah Brendan sent me a screenshot. I just like thought of you. <laughs> so dramatic. Also, this is Priyanka Chopra. I would never have recognized her. Oh, is it really? Yeah. He also, when he morphs in this. Like, he looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman when he sees his reflection yes, in that mirror. It's so, it's so strange. It's so strange. I saw something in a breakdown that says, like, he might be, he might actually be, like, jacked into someone else's body. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So from like his sort of like, yeah. the As the, yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, this is Black Mamba, Black Jane from Aquaman. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Black Manta. Manta. Yes, Black Manta. Yeah. Black Mambo was Kobe Bryant. <laughs> One letter off. <laughs> also, she's such a badass. I'm so excited. A few letters off? Yeah. <laughs> also, conspicuously absent for the most part is slow mo. So I wonder if Lana is just like saving it, walking away from the thing that oh. she helped like popularize to some extent. I mean, something that all the breakdowns talk about is that you barely see the bullet uh, bullet time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Uh, yeah. Going back to where it all started, back to the Matrix. So whoever that guy is knows that the Matrix exists. <laughs> Is he from some teen show you both watched? No, watch? he's the chain from Hamilton. And, uh... Oh, okay. Wait. The he was, he was on... Wait, was he oh, King? Yes. Yeah. So he is from some teen show that yeah. you guys watched? He's from Broadway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, so is he... A, he's the... He's King. King George in the original stage? Yes. What? Yes. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, originally with, uh... uh like, the, when the, whenever they're doing, like, the New York, like, waiting for the show to begin, they're just kind of like entertaining the mask outside. He like came outside because he was the original King George. And, yeah. Okay. He's also on like the original recording, right? Well, that is not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> so we're here to talk about the Matrix 4 trailer, which yeah. we just watched live, which means the audio from this will be terrible. <laughs> it also didn't mic anything. So no, the, audio, yeah. the audio is probably really bad. There's yeah. also two air conditioners running, <laughs> creating kind of a wind tunnel that yeah. we're sitting in the middle of. So the audio will be very bad. So it'll be on Spotify tomorrow. Just <laughs> terrible audio. Jasmine, what do you think? First reactions, how do you feel about the Matrix Resurrection trailer? 
Well, my first thing, and we've already discussed it, is that I had to, the first time I saw the trailer, I had to run to Wikipedia and be like, what the fuck happened at the end of- You were like a hacker in a yeah. hacking movie. You were just like typing yeah. very rapidly. It's just kind of like, I thought everyone died. Um, they did. Yes. <laughs> so I was very, very confused. And well, was, per, per, yeah. primarily the two, clearly the two main characters who are even whose whose actors' names are in the trailer description? Keanu yes. yes. Reeves, obviously, yeah. and Carrie Ann Moss are dead at yes. the end yes, of the Matrix are. Three. Yes, they are. Like yes. very, just like very, very dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you can you could say there's ambiguity with with Neo's death because Neo is a messianic figure, and the the architect has told him previously that there have been many versions of him. Like, did you think you were the only one? Yeah. Like, so you could make it an argument that like it's it's not crazy that neo has been resurrected yes in yes, some way because yeah. he has been a christ figure kind of in some ways mm -hmm. this whole time but trinity's fucking dead <laughs> yes she's yes. super dead yes at the yes. end of it so uh -huh. not sure how she's running around here but i feel like it will be explained yes. or yes. in traditional wachowski fashion it could be layered underneath mm -hmm. just just you know piles and piles of pathos and philosophy and mm -hmm. we may never get an actual no, solid no, world building no. answer about how yeah. trinity is still alive i know especially and that's what i'm kind of worried about despite my like excitement for this trailer what is really uh worrying to me is that the trailer builds up a lot of like origin stories for all the resurrections like uh how who i think is young morpheus like touching it certainly looks hair. like young morpheus yeah. i mean he just <laughs> <laughs> excuse me while i die <laughs> anyway, Did you um, take the red pill? Is that what just happened? Yes, just <laughs> I jumped in. You just, you just, you just choked on the red pill. I mean, it looks like it wasn't a sneezing fit. Yes, because that, that would have gone on forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but even he did like the iconic raising of the um red pill so that has to be morpheus but like him like touching the mirror without looking like morpheus with like sam's uh, sunglasses and then we have uh the girl with the blue hair um and it's just like i, I wonder if they're gonna spend a big chunk of this movie setting up all the different resurrections of the characters oh, are you back. are you worried it's like a like it's yeah. like a it's like it's that it's gonna end up being like rise of skywalker where yeah. it's just like every third frame is uh -huh. a new disney plus yes. series coming yeah. this fall yeah, yeah. so it's gonna be like one of three like another trilogy yeah it's like anything. it's like blue haired girl coming this fall to hbo right. max right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's the young morpheus coming this fall to hbo max and i think that's a fair concern yes honestly yeah. i mean you know like we i would love to have another matrix like trilogy happen but it's also like I need to but either way that was just my biggest concern no and i um, i don't think it i don't i definitely don't think we need another trilogy i do think that you're probably pretty on the money that this is potentially setting up future spin-off media mm -hmm. of some sort which yeah. will not surprise me at all yeah. Yeah. um i do think that i i'm interested to see i mean i'm a wachowski fan mm -hmm. full stop like mm -hmm. I've, I've said this on the podcast before. I think they take really, really big swings. I think that they um, make very um, beautiful and sort of challenging and, and um, uh, films that like, while they don't always necessarily like have the right actors in those films or they don't always necessarily 
have the right pacing in those films that ultimately like I am always in awe of just kind of how they make movies and like what they do um what, what they do with what they have and like I mean like and I think that that's that's true of all Wachowski films yeah. um yeah. so I'm always happy for another Wachowski film I'm particularly excited obviously because this is in a my you know arguably my favorite Keanu you know my favorite part of Keanu's you know, archive, film archive, film key oeuvre, the key yeah, oeuvre. Yeah. I mean, no. you have a Dozen Matrix segment. Oh, yeah, I mean, we have a Dozen Matrix so. segment. I, I mean, <laughs> someone asked me recently, like, what is your favorite? I was on a production and the production team asked, like, what's your favorite Keanu? Because the podcast came out there, what's your favorite Keanu movie? Mm-hmm. And I kind of paused for a while and I was like, and then finally someone was like, other than the Matrix. I was like, <laughs> okay, thank you for qualifying yeah. because I'm like, I don't think it's a fair question because I think that he is genuinely in when you like your favorite actor is in one of your favorite films that fundamentally changed filmmaking yes it's yeah, hard yeah. to pick a movie that you like more than that one yeah, yeah so it's always kind of like you know what's your you know like what's your favorite Keanu movie other than the Matrix I think is a good place to start from so I'm, I'm always happy to come back to this yeah. I like all three Matrix films mm-hmm. are you do you how do you feel about the sequels in general. So one of the reasons that I'm really excited about revisiting them for the podcast is because I'll be going in with a far different lens than I did when I first saw them. Yeah. Because at this point in my life, I have watched the second and third movie only once. And oh, wow. that anyone who knows me knows that like that's very strange because I watch every movie probably minimum five times yeah and if i don't watch it more than once then it's something i don't want to revisit okay um, <laughs> so you are yeah. you are not matrix revisited then. no <laughs> but like but it's also because it was just like so because <laughs> when we were doing the constant episode um alex and i alex Steve and i like bonded over the fact that we church saw the matrix for the first time as cool church people yeah. <laughs> like that was the cool church activity yeah um yeah many like brett was just like what church. excuse me no. No. <laughs> no 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 which is actually kind of hysterical then that it wasn't the same because it was the same vibe um but yeah and so like i came in like with a very distinct like oh this is like a christ allegory like this is all very like religious which we'll talk about it because this trailer brings all of those illusions like back like oh i know 100 i mean it's called resurrections yeah. yes. for christ's sake yeah. i mean like yeah. no no pun intended <laughs> well, i think it's interesting because that was always that was a big surprise to me when we yeah. talked about constantine on uh-huh. the podcast yeah and when you and alex mentioned that it was yeah. a surprise uh-huh. um and it makes perfect sense and mm-hmm. i i also know that just coming up i mean growing up adjacent to many very strict southern christian kind of mm-hmm. american christian mm-hmm. cultures i've certainly seen that appropriation of 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 um popular culture in a way to try to bend it to making christianity seem cooler yes and yes, certainly yes, yeah. i and i certainly i think it's it's interesting that the matrix was one of those things because um i you know i have always read it knowing what we know now about the wachowskis mm-hmm. i have always read it as trans allegory yes, it is yes, a literal yes. it's literally a movie about you were born into a society that tells you that this is your body and this is how your body functions and this is what you do with your body. And you have these binary systems that are all organized around like how you were born Mm -hmm. and that is who you are and that's the only person you can be. And then you quite literally escape that to become who you actually are, who you Mm -hmm. have felt like on the inside forever. And for two two siblings who are trans Mm -hmm. to have made that 
like three beautiful philosophically rich films mm -hmm. about the notion of living as your authentic self. Yep. Yep. It was surprising yep. to me to find that like yeah. people found Christian allegory yep. in that outside of like a surface level. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's clearly evident it's on the surface, but I mean, I think that like even the Christ story falls pretty neatly in some ways into like Joseph Campbell's hero cycle. Mm -hmm. And like, when you look at like, it's like, yes, that narrative, that sort of redeemer narrative, that redemption narrative, that resurrection narrative, it exists throughout other cultures other than just Christ. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was a little strange to me to discover that like, oh, like there are people that think that that is not just symbolism, but actual allegory, yep. that the yep. point of the yep. filmmakers was to make a Christian film. Yep. And I'm like, I'm fairly certain it is not. No. no. <laughs> if we're going off intention, director, screenwriter intention, it is not. But I mean, it doesn't feel like it is. No, I mean, I, yeah. I might meet the Wachowski someday and they'll be like, we're fucking Jesus freaks. I'd be like, I am surprised to find this out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it does not feel overtly like it is about Christianity, but I do think it's an interesting. Mm -hmm. And what I find just so like beautiful about their sort of lens into culture is that it has the space for like so much yes, yes. rich interpretation and, and and so much debate, which I think is is great. I mean, I think it's cool. That's I think one of the great things about the matrix. I think it's also unfortunately one of the problematic things because a certain problematic corner of oh the masculine internet has yeah. latched on to the wrong themes. We had a discussion about this yes. earlier about yeah. how that there's a certain corner of the internet that um, pre predominantly masculine corner of the internet that um fundamentally misunderstands the media that they grab that they yeah. sort of grasp just onto fully ignore uh, the, the actual message yeah and yeah. just kind of i think latch onto aesthetics mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. or or certain techniques mm -hmm. or certain you know storytelling elements yes. and then yeah. kind of miss the overall point yeah i think the yeah. matrix is is definitely one of those but i i think that's even that on some critical level is cool that it does contain the space mm -hmm. for all of these different cultures to be to see themselves reflected in it and i think in it that's rare that's mm -hmm. extremely rare in media i mean that's that's like star wars level it is. Yeah. rare shit yeah. you know so yeah and on like the same thing like couple it with all like the technological like advances that this movie made it's like the whole what we were talking about while the trailer was going like the bullet like split second that slow-mo like that well, the bullet huge. time stuff was yeah i mean like yeah it, it, it became so synonymous uh -huh. with the action genre that like it's become now almost a parody yeah like yeah. i mean it yeah. has been parodied many times yes, in film yeah. tv com comedy video games it's mm -hmm. it has fully jumped the sharks so i'm interested to see i know you mentioned that some of the breakdowns you watched mm -hmm. talk about how there seems to be a lack of of yeah. bullet time at least in the footage they're showing here yeah and like to be fair there was like maybe two seconds of it in like yeah. the trailer but i mean it still looked cool the the thing though about what i liked about this first trailer um is that it mimics a lot of sorry of the trailer is that it mimics a lot of the first movie like yeah. the hallway scenes all of just like the moving in even if they didn't show the bullet time thing they did show like the agents moving in slow motion mm -hmm. where you could like see the trail and the, and the roof jump yeah, and, like, there's a lot of yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like yeah the white rabbit trinity and a neo meeting in the first place and so it's like really cool how it like maps on to that 
They have a they have a proper meet cute. It looks like in a coffee do. shop. I know. I love <laughs> coffee shop AUs. I'm just gonna be amazing. So yeah. so just out of curiosity, because I yeah. think it's probably the most fun part of watching a trailer mm -hmm. like this is, do you have any theories on the story or how they came back to life or anything like? I mean, I'm certain that what we're seeing is not what we're getting. No. Um, no. If. It's just, it's, I mean, there was barely any dialogue in this in yeah. the trailer. So like anything that they are showing, I mean, they had what, two, three, four uh, action set pieces in the trailer alone. Yes, yeah. So Which much. that's just yeah. how trailers are now. Yeah. It's like, you've seen every major, it's like you watch a Fast and the Furious trailer and you're like, oh, I guess they're going to like jump cars into an airplane in this yep. movie. Yep. It would have been cool yep. to like not know that yep. before I saw yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the biggest one is revealed from the jump. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, I guess they're going to drive cars through buildings in oh, this God, movie. Seriously. Would have been cool not to know that. I mean, better than what was it the the re-break when they flew out of the bank like that was. Oh yeah, story, yeah, story yeah. Time. yeah. Like, no, I mean, the re-break is it's <laughs> bad. It's special. Just, just it's really so, special. So um. So yeah, do you um, have any yeah. theories about so what's gonna happen? The thing is, I have watched like four breakdowns since the um trailer came out. So like, I can't tell how much of it is my own theories or how much I'm kind of like glomming together from like everything else. Mm -hmm. But immediately the first thing that came to mind is Jonathan Groff I think is a younger version of the architect okay so Jonathan Groff for the audience who just had who's listening we just had a sidebar <laughs> where I was schooled because I'm old and the other people in the room with me are not, not. Old. I'm old enough are you plugged into the musical community um, that's what we are, I so. was plugged into the musical <laughs> community when I was a musical theater kid I was plugged into the musical uh -huh. community but I am not largely plugged yeah, into I don't, it I don't now. I think you can even say um, that if you don't so, know who Jonathan Brock is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has he, I mean, has he, was he in Rent? No. <laughs> okay, then, thank, exactly. That's the thing, that's the thing I'm trying to communicate. Okay. There's yeah. a generation gap yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> okay, but that's I the mean, thing. I'm sure he was in a production. Yeah. If you want to talk about John Cameron Mitchell, I can talk for days. Um, so anyway. But yes, but John, Jonathan Groff plays the guy at the very end of the trailer where he's just like being back right in the Matrix. I mean, what yeah. him saying Matrix was the one, what I thought of like the architect. Um, but then there was a lot of breakdowns that said that like you could really, when they put a, a picture, a still frame of the architect from the movie with Jonathan Groff, they kind of look pretty similar. But then there was another still. <laughs> the architect is like a 70 year old man yeah, with a like, beard. <laughs> It was funny because in the breakdown, it was the suit and the chair that they were just like, that's the connecting. This guy's wearing a suit yeah. and only the architect in the Matrix. No one else wears suits in the Matrix, just the architect. Wait, no, that's not right. Everyone wears suits. But then there was a, a, a still someone had grabbed from one of like the behind the scenes or one of the uh, footage or whatever, where they showed Jonathan Groff's mouth being fused together, very similarly to the way- Oh, that yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did together. see that. So that brought up um, kind of questions on whether he would be the young architect. Um, the only other theory that I have is that, um, and it's something that I definitely took from one of the breakdowns, is that the reason why everyone is like different aged from each other, like the fact that Trinity and Neo are the same age as each other, but then we had young Morpheus and then possibly the young architect. Which we don't know for sure that that's Morpheus, right? Or do we? Um, is he no. listed in, on, on IMDb? I don't believe I don't think he so. is. I think that yeah. character is unlisted yeah. on IMDb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it's, I think they're it's not clearly a, it's a 
it's a thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a very like deliberate illusion. Yes. Um, but I think they're not going to update the IMDb, or at least I hope they don't until after the movie comes out. I don't think so they will. Yeah, exactly I think that's right. the point. Yeah. Yeah, but like, um, so I think it's just that the in the same way that you had mentioned that the architect told uh, Neo that it's like you don't think you're the first person to ever like try to go against the system, and so this is like another version of that, which is why. Uh, Neo is Thomas Anderson is back to being Thomas Anderson. Um, he takes all the blue pills and he's just like trying freaking out uh, about like what's real and what's not. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's kind of going back, but everyone is in different parts of this reboot. Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's it's um, it's interesting because like I feel like yes, I think that this is clearly a reboot. Like mm -hmm. everyone looks older. Mm -hmm. For obvious reasons yes. they have yes. aged yes. um yes. but yes. everyone looks older the actors have aged i mean uh -huh. everyone looks older everything looks newer mm -hmm. than the original matrix did yeah. and and the setting you know, is and, more idyllic than the like well and that's one. you know that's uh -huh. the thing at the end of the of of the trilogy is mm -hmm. neo basically you know, i think a lot of people don't remember that like neo isn't killed in battle and he isn't like he doesn't negotiate like we're all going to live comfortably in zion mm -hmm. he negotiates like we're going to collaborate essentially yes, yes, on a new yep. version of an idyllic version of the matrix or, mm -hmm. or something to that extent. Right. So like, that's apparently what we're, that's the universe we're living in now. And I get the impression that like, he must be like, the blue pills must be like a prescription yes, from a yes, doctor yeah. or something Hence who's Neil probably Patrick Neil Patrick Harris, Harris yeah, yeah, who I assume yeah. I can only assume since everyone has aged up from the nineties uh -huh. is actually Doogie Howser. <laughs> She's just yes. Doogie Howser MD yeah. mm -hmm. in the matrix. Yeah. Um, we can definitely, That's we're going to say one thing canon. definitively that the Keanu Soros is certain of yes. is that the yes. character Neil Patrick Harris is playing in the Matrix Resurrections uh -huh. is Doogie Howser. <laughs> uh, we're hundred percent certain of that. Yep. You can quote us on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. no, I think, I think that's, yeah, I think, I think it's interesting. We talked about a little bit about, I think before we started recording, maybe uh -huh. about how Neo sees a different reflection in the mirror yes. uh -huh. and we think maybe that is, they are being projected onto or grafted onto much the way that the agents also yeah, do yeah because i mean in, in the films it's saying that neo kind of has similar or he has powers, powers to the, that yes, are, yeah and to so the it's agents. Like, it would make sense that because the agents are known to like take over people in the matrix well and I, it makes me wonder too yeah. when you're talking about like alice in wonderland mm -hmm. imagery and as well like is he is he hiding is he right you know is he you know is is he running is yeah. he jumping from person to person because yep. he's actually yep. trying yep. to hide from like something or yeah, yeah. you know i think there's also like we you know this i don't really have a lot of um oh, there's a cat right below yeah. us by the way so we're <laughs> just both just like what's happening now? <laughs> um the uh i think it's um it's you know i think it's possible that you know i don't think it's likely but i mean like there's there's so much possibility i mean like me, neo could end up being the villain Mm -hmm. of this film like yeah. who knows yeah. like i mean a lot of the breakdowns were like the fact that he has blue glasses on blue lens i'm afraid i can't tell blue frames on his glasses they yeah. think that that might be um something as well as him using the words we don't use that word in this uh place and they're like is in this place mean this room or like in the matrix yeah. and so they're like if he is either part of like the bad guys or if he's a program regardless he's part of the matrix keeping neo complacent yeah i mean it yeah. feels like neo it that really feels like what it is it looks it feels like neo has like chosen peace mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that peace in some way has become a prison yes yes and yes. that probably the fundamental conceit of the film will be 
the idea that um, you know you you can't go back. Mm -hmm. but there's some com some, some uh, to me like some notion of like you you know essentially if we're talking about like you're living as your authentic self, mm -hmm. but then as you age, um, you start to sacrifice certain versions or certain certain things that you you know I think a lot of people can relate to like the idea that you sacrifice certain um, beliefs, certain um, desires, you know, certain ideas you had for who you would be as an adult, yep. as you yep. age, life in a lot of ways comes in and, and, and makes different choices for you. And, and I think it's interesting to see kind of how they play with that, how they play with Neo older. And, and if they play with that notion of like, you know, when you were younger, yes, it was fine to be rebellious, but now you have to grow up. And if right, there's going to be a, right. a pushback against that. Uh -huh. And I mean, you know, the matrix, again, it contains multitudes at its core. It's about living fundamentally as who you are and not compromising that um, in, in way, not compromising that for like, you know, in ways that society asks you to, which yeah. I think it's, I think it's interesting that you, I think because of that, you can read very, anti-fascist sort of mm -hmm. like you can read it as an anti-fascist edict you can also i think pretty easily read it as a libertarian edict um yeah. and again that's what i talk about about it being able to contain many things for me it is like a very it's a it's a queer allegory about anti-fascism mm -hmm. and anti-capitalism yeah. and that's what yeah. it is for me and it means a lot to me because of that yeah um yeah. for yeah. you it was a gateway into <laughs> Keanu to a certain extent. I mean, yeah. I'm curious, like, did it, watching it as, cause you had a pretty religious background did, growing yes, up, right? Yes, so like yeah. watching it in that context, were you just like, did you accept that like, this is a Christ allegory and that's what it is? Or did it, did you find yourself like, did it inspire you? Did it inspire you to question things? It didn't inspire me to question so much as, I mean, to be completely honest, when I first saw The Matrix, I thought it was overrated. Cause I was just like, <laughs> This on the nose Christian allegory trying to be super cool by being like cyberpunk. Like I'm over this. Like I am too cool for school in Christian school. Um, to be, <laughs> and so it's just like I can be past it. Like I'm not gonna be persuaded sure. by hunky Keanu. Like you know sweating um but then it was like it was like it took a couple it took a couple years to like for me to like actually fully appreciate the matrix as like its own movie completely separate mm. from the christian allegory sure. once i separated from like the religious overtones that's when i really started enjoying it um which is kind of interesting in of itself because i guess i like um but like yeah either way but um it the christian allegory made it difficult to enjoy okay yeah that's fair yeah so do you how what are you hoping for then from resurrections now that you have a, you've reconnected yes. with Keanu obviously right right robust I am there is one thing that I'm excited about because of a theory that I heard in one of the backstories is and but it would be too John Wicky, which is why I kind of don't well, want that's to the whole basis for this podcast right right well, John Wick is just the matrix so <laughs> is that someone was saying that there's a scene when Neo is stroking Trinity's face and you can see like the green matrix like mm -hmm. uh, code like running down her face and so um some people were saying like oh it's either like them breaking free of like the code and recognizing that they need to be together um or it's she is a figment of his imagination oh it's like a whole yeah. WandaVision thing it's like a Morpheus 
thing. Which is yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like it was. He's yes. just like constructed this entire yeah. reality because he's mad that the person yeah. he loved is dead. Yeah, and he's using oh, the system. Oh man, to I hope it's that Trinity <laughs> because Trinity is lost. Because Trinity is more lost than Neil was at the end of the third one. I want it so, to be that. Right. That, that actually is the only thing that makes yeah. any sense. <laughs> it's just Wandavision. Right. But I just that would be too. The best thing for this podcast that would be like that, because then we could be like John Wick, is Neo. <laughs> it is the Matrix. There's no way to argue against it. But also, it's just like I don't know. Let's maybe keep those two things separate. I'm not. Like, I don't know. I think it'll be. I think it'll be interesting. I, I my hopes are entirely too high. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Already. So um, the fact that the trailer looks as good as it does. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, really has my hopes mm-hmm. at like in the stratosphere um <laughs> yeah. so which is a bad place for your hopes to be yes yes yes, yes. for any science fiction genre film uh, especially a particularly one matrix. that is <laughs> particularly one that is fundamental yes. to your queer yes. identity right um, oh. so i think it'll be it'll be interesting i i think it'll be good i truly i have not seen a wachowski film that i didn't like and yes audience I'm including Cloud Atlas. <laughs> I enjoyed Cloud Atlas. It's ambitious. Yes. It's fun to watch Tom Cruise be in makeup, or not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks be in a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's ambitious. The, the Wachowskis are ambitious filmmakers. Yes. When yes, you have yes. that much ambition on mm-hmm. screen, it doesn't always land, but I am always appreciative of it. Yeah. So I'm sure that I will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But as a person who rode hard for the sequels, <laughs> I need it to be good. Yes, yes. Because I need yes. to be able to continue to defend my position <laughs> that the Matrix sequels are great. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh-huh. hopefully yeah. it will be. I would be very into some sort of a WandaVision. This is all Neo just making this out of grief mm-hmm. and like a whole study of grief yeah. and what yeah. it does to you. I would be I would be really cheesed about that. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I will I will say if it is that, it is going to unfortunately suffer from following WandaVision, which yes. did that extremely well. Um, yeah, it made the blueprint, <laughs> but then also made the bar very Yeah, very, very high. Yeah. So, I mean, but if anyone can clear that bar, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's yeah. Lana Wachowski. Yeah. So, well, that's what we think about, oh, real quick, does the uh, does the Matrix Resurrections trailer Matrix? Yes, <laughs> it is fully within the Matrix. Uh, I, oh, well, yeah, how many woes would you give the Matrix oh, Resurrections like trailer? Five. Yeah. That's fully a five. Are we? Is it five woes now? Are we at five? Is it five? I think is it it's, four? No, I think it's five. It's five. Yeah, I think it, it began was... as four and then changed to five. <laughs> it's so long. All right. Actually, what yeah. we have to do is we have to see. The, so, so you give it five woes. The trailer is five woes. Yes, definitely yes. a five woes uh-huh. trailer yeah. for me. Uh-huh. Uh, how hot do you think this version of Neo is? Oh my god. Okay. Five. It's the, just John Wick. Yeah. So, the okay. only reason why I will do four point five instead of five woes for how hot he is is because at some points he looks like a video game character, and I'm just like, what? Yeah. You're so unreal. He looks like so the way he looked too. on like the stage at the Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, is it the 4K that's making him look very like Sheen? Probably. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, but he is full John Wick. Like, yeah. He, he, that's just but, all he does now. Mm-hmm. He does not. He's reached a point in his career where he's like, I'm not changing how I look for roles no. anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. it's like, so I am intrigued whether when they, get out of the matrix if how he's going to look bald i think that's i don't i it'll it'll be a skull cap (laughs) or they'll find some like 
storyline reason to not have yeah, him be bald. Yeah. Cause he has been- <laughs> There's no way that dude shaved his hair at this point. Oh, no, 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 no way. How long it would take him to grow out? Like that would, no. no Unless they did at the beginning of the pandemic. No, and there, was, like, two years. There's no way, even as committed as he tends to be mm -hmm. to his roles, I don't think he would be, I don't think you need to commit that hard to a fourth Matrix film yeah, to yeah, shave to your money maker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. Especially when there's a John Wick 4 coming out. Like, no, no, it's too risky. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But what about you? How hot Keanu is? Um, I, you know, this is not, I, I, I say this a lot, that Keanu is, um, you know, I, I think I've, I've been thinking a lot and talking a lot with friends lately about mm -hmm. just kind of like how action stars have become sort of sexless yes like they just yes. are not like you don't think of the rock as an object of sexuality no. he's just kind of a cipher onto mm -hmm. which you throw whatever mm -hmm. action like trope you want to yep. throw an action mm -hmm. trope onto mm -hmm. and like when i was growing up it was like harrison ford and bruce willis and these like very masculine kind of smoldering action heroes mm -hmm. and i think like it it so Keanu kind of straddles those two mm -hmm. realities, yeah. which is yeah. a, an excellent thing to talk about with a Matrix trailer <laughs> breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of straddles those two realities yeah. where he kind of became an action star in that very smoldering kind of era mm -hmm. and then has continued to be or has gone back to being an action star mm -hmm. in this sort of like asexual, like, like or, you know, not, not in the queer term asexual, but just like does not exude sexuality. No. And, and it's, um, so I think that this sort of later era Keanu, like I am objectively aware that he is an attractive human being, mm -hmm. but the characters don't really do anything for me. Yeah. And I always rank the characters, you know, yes. it's like, so you like, do. You're outside, very, of, like outside of like, yeah. I mean, like where, like, like, you know, a notable example was the Bad Batch where he was like a sexy cult leader. And I'm like, okay, this is sexy. Sexy cult leader is sexy. It's, which I could not get behind. <laughs> which I you couldn't get behind. You're very like, you must stay <laughs> yeah, to the course. I, yeah, I want to date the character or <laughs> yeah. not at all. Yeah. Um. So like someone like Speed or Johnny Utah, like I think that like those are, that's hot. Chain reaction, hot. Um, yes. Like, yeah. I feel like where he transitions into that kind of sexless era for me is like, Kind of Constantine and on, yeah. And yeah. so I don't really because I think I think Neo is sexy. Oh my god! But I don't think yes. Neo two and three are sexy. No, <laughs> like, and I think I subconsciously recognize that because in the breakdowns, whenever they like flip back to when he was the first movie, I was just like, oh my god, like, <laughs> is, like very overwhelming. I've been tracking. thinking about it the entire time. Yeah. About it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think a better thing, actually, real quick, would uh -huh. just be. I'm, I'm not gonna, you're in a pajama, so yeah. I'm not gonna turn the camera. <laughs> you're like, but like, like yeah. Maddie's in her pajama, so I'm uh, not gonna turn the camera. But um, instead of me answering how hot this mm -hmm. Neo is, why don't you answer yes, yes. how hot From new the Neo is? I didn't watch it. Say, well, oh, oh my gosh. I'm not gonna, I'm not a trailer person. I, it's just, just I look, think I hold on, about here, hold on, there. There you go. There's a freeze frame. Yeah. You don't have to watch the trailer. On a scale of one to five woes, yeah. how attractive yeah. is this? And this is what I mean. Oh, yeah. This is like, he's just, yeah. what's with his forehead? <laughs> I think it's it? it's not, they haven't fully rendered his forehead yet, Why okay? Why does it look like that? <laughs> I know, it looks like, like, it looks just like my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this is this is a this is a five. This is this is a five. okay. So we're we're in a consensus five, you know, or, yeah. or a four point seven five on yes. aggregate. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to bow out because I truly <laughs> don't find anything sexually appealing uh -huh. about action movie stars no, anymore at, at all. Look at, look at, look at the, the jacket. Yeah. The hair and the jacket and the, the See, I'm not a long hair face. person either. I don't, well, a present company excluded. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not a long hair person. My partner was extremely long hair. So, <laughs> um, so it. Now it, this makes me intrigued about how you're going to react to the meet cute. Whether you would find him very attractive in that scene within the whole of the movie. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I um, truly hope that in this Matrix film yeah. that there's like a lot of just like them being cute together in yeah. the city. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. nothing would make that corner of the internet we mentioned earlier angrier <laughs> yeah. than just Keanu and Trinity being cute in the city yeah. for a while. Mm -hmm. Keanu and yeah. Carrie. Sorry, I should yeah. stick to a character or an actor. So that's what we think about yeah. the Matrix Resurrections trailer. Um, Justine, we would love to hear what you think. <laughs> You're the only person still listening at this point. Um, Jasmine. And Jay. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Jasmine, um, outside of the Matrix trailer, what are you watching or consuming right now that you're um, enjoying? Honestly, I've been rewatching Burn Notice, um, which is like the dad show that I'm obsessed with. Um, is that the one with Bruce? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, from. Uh, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Bruce Campbell. But yes, okay. Uh, yeah. Je Jeffrey, oh my God. That guy who looks like Guy Pierce, who you hire yes. if you can't afford Guy Pierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Burn notice. We, yes, yeah. yeah. So I, because I, you're realized, the one. Yes, I realized one. I completely slept through all of season three. So I needed, I'm just starting from. If it's any consolation, yeah. I think the majority of America slept through season three and most <laughs> other seasons yeah, of Burn yeah. Notice. It's good though. Truly it's the good. only person I've yeah. ever met in my life to watch the Burn Notice. Really? 100%. Oh God, it's so fun though. What network is that on? It was on, on USA. Yeah. It was on USA yeah. at the same time as Monk, like which I do uh, think people yeah. watch. Yeah. I do think people watch the Monk. I don't know anyone who watched Burn Notice. Yeah, my two favorite shows from um, USA is Burn Notice and Sirens, and not a lot of people have seen either. <laughs> Never even heard of Sirens. Sirens is actually hysterical if you live in Chicago because it's about narcissistic uh, EMTs who live and work in Chicago, and so it's just hysterical because they're cops and firefighters being or, or emts and firefighters being assholes and so it's really okay, so funny. yeah jasmine is the person who watches like out of curiosity because i constantly talk about this i watch a lot of basketball and a lot of professional wrestling on tnt and they constantly advertise for shows that tnt claims is the number one drama on television yes. yeah. but then i have never met a single human being who's watched it uh -huh. and it shows like animal kingdom do you watch Animal Kingdom? No. Okay, but fuck. Yeah. But I almost did, because I mean, Ellen Barkin is attractive, so attractive. But it's based on an Australian uh, version that has, uh, oh my God, why am I forgetting it? He was, wore the cape in Rogue One. In Rogue One. He's like he the, the cape. He wore the, oh, there's a lot of capes in yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, white one. Ben like Mendelsohn? Yes. Okay. Oh my God, oh my God. You? I don't know, I don't know. I was overwhelmed, I was overwhelmed. But yeah, so I know about Animal Kingdom because I dug a lot into it. I've never seen a single episode, but I've watched and read a lot of it. But like, space yeah. your, your phone background? It was, it was, like... it was yeah. Ben Mendelsohn, Jeremy Renner, I mean, my boyfriend, Nick, but they have been rotating as my phone. I like how you <laughs> threw in there at the end, my boyfriend, Nick. <laughs> Like, it's okay. Like, we're a clear poly podcast about Keanu Reeves. No one cares if your boyfriend is your phone background. We're not your parents. Well, no, no one's going to question your love if he's not your phone no, background. No, but the fact that it's like <laughs> fictional characters, actors who are on my screen, and then it's like occasionally the like 
my partner. Does Nick at all resemble Ben Mendelsohn? No. no. <laughs> he looks like Neville from Harry Potter. He does. It's yeah. okay. I don't look anything like what Maddie is attracted to at all. I'm, I don't know what you're talking. I'm not about. a. I'm not a female volleyball player. She appears to be Maddie's type. Um, so that's a lot more than anyone needed about our personal lives. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, what I am watching and consuming right yes. now is just an obscene amount of uh historical um essays about um romano britain oh, the fall of rome and the occupied territory of britain yes, uh that's what i'm doing right now um in in, in research for a project i will say but, oh, okay i thought it was but I am, I'm, ignited by the green light. well no i mean it was <laughs> Nice. I, I, it's been something I've loved and enjoyed and done for many, many years of my life. So it's something I'm revisiting yeah. as new information has come to light. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, mostly. So it's like, I can't like, it's like this whole segment I, that I've just invented off the top of my head is let's tell people to go like consume media that we both yeah. like a lot. And Jasmine wants you to go watch a show that's not on TV anymore. <laughs> and I would like you to read some essays by tired old British dudes about whether King Arthur was real or not. At least so... it's a common thread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for watching slash listening, depending on where you consume this episode of the podcast. We will be back with new episodes very soon. Thanks for sticking with us through this hiatus. Yeah. We love you. Bye, Bye Justine. <laughs>